Welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration. It's a weekly show that goes out over YouTube and as a podcast over all of the major platforms. And each week I get to sit with an inspiring person and listen to them tell their story and share it with all of you. This week is no different. I'm still with a very inspiring person, incredibly inspiring person, Omatola. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Uh, but it's also quite different in some ways. We're actually sitting here in the George Hotel in Lagos, Nigeria. Lagos, Nigeria. Coming to you from Nigeria. <laughs> My <laughs> first time here. <laughs> and how has it been? Uh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. Sometimes I find it a little bit warm outside and mm -hmm. sometimes I find it a little cold inside. Oh dear. Uh, but the people <laughs> are always very warm and, uh, mm -hmm. and incredible energy. So I'm going to give uh, Omatola a little bit of an introduction here for uh, most uh, of you watching from Nigeria or anywhere in Africa, you, you probably won't need this in introduction, uh, an incredible uh, uh, career and uh, A-list celebrity sitting next to me on my left here. <laughs> so Omatola is uh, first and form foremost a, uh, an actress, singer, model and philanthropist, also a family woman uh, with four children. Uh, originally set out to join the industry of real estate or perhaps become a pilot and started uh, modeling uh, instead so got drawn into uh, into the industry I guess through that route mm -hmm. uh, was introduced to acting when accompanying a friend uh, to an audition and actually got the role I did <laughs> but uh, your mum wouldn't let you do it right no she wouldn't uh, we're gonna come back to that that's uh, and you you're still in touch with a friend no no no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so, um, but the first uh, real role came after that, uh, and in fact it was the lead role in uh, movie Venom of Justice in 1995, mm. which set off an absolute meteoric career, and the blockbusters since then are too numerous to list, frankly. You've done over 300 movies. Yeah. 300 movies. So I can't mention all of them, unfortunately. I'll mention a few of them here. Mortal Inheritance, 1995, uh, which was a, a movie about a, a, sickle, a sickle cell sufferer uh, who actually recovered. Mm -hmm. uh, and Omatola won two awards for that, the best uh, actress in an English-speaking film mm -hmm. and also the overall best actress. Mm -hmm. And I believe you were the youngest person ever to receive that award. At the time. At the time. <laughs> I want to believe Fantastic. <laughs> Others, Games Women Play, Blood Sisters, All My Life, Last Wedding, My Story, uh, an, an incredible list. So well and truly an A-lister in every sense of the word by the year 2000, if not earlier, with over 40 awards in the industry, 300 plus movies, as I said, and in 2005, uh, became a uh, launched her musical career, so became a, a uh, musician. Yeah. Uh, with her uh, A&R guy, Ugo. Ugo's actually in the room. Ugo's here. Shout out to Ugo. Hello. You have to, you have to you come, have to come in. Say, say hello. There he is. How you doing? <laughs> um, and then uh, the movie career of course, of course continued. Last mm. Flights to Abuja was a really big blockbuster hit in 2012. And in fact in West Africa outperformed movies that year including Spider-Man, Ice Age, The Avengers, Madagascar. Uh, just to give you a, an idea of scale. 2012, uh, you launched your reality show, yeah. Omatola, The Real Me. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Unscripted, I guess. And actually, mm -hmm. it was bigger at the time, uh, higher views in Africa than Big Brother in all of Africa. Uh, so obviously, a lot of people interested in your story. <laughs> uh, then in uh, 2017, Alter Ego, 
Yes, that was. Big movie. Right. Uh, and the producer of that was Moses. Moses has just stepped out, but he's actually with us at the moment. Yeah. Uh, and you won an award for that as well, Best Actress. Yeah, in um, this year. That's Moses. <laughs> There's Moses outside. Oh. Moses is outside our, our little room here, um, yeah, talking on the phone. So, yeah, for, that was for the African um, movie Viewer's Choice Award. Viewer's Choice, well that's a really important, that must be a very good award to get, It is, it is. It's one of the biggest in Africa. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. And in 2018, uh, Omotola, you were invited to become a judge for the Oscars, as in the... Oh, a voting member. A voting, a voted member. Thank you. And uh, we're we're getting, this is great service, thank you very much. Uh, and uh, I understand that involves watching lots of movies and that's something that's on your plate at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Philanthropy, um, boy the list there is long as well. You've worked with the UN World Food Programme, uh, with uh, Save the Children UK, One.org, yeah. uh, Omatola Youth Empowerment Programme, yeah. Amnesty International, the list goes on and on and on. So really giving back uh, to the community and of course one of the reasons I'm here <laughs> is that uh, the inaugural creativity, the business of creativity mm -hmm. festival, TEFEST, is on this week. It is next tomorrow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look, this is such a, an illustrious career covering so many things, it's going right. to be difficult to, to focus and pinpoint on, on one thing. Yeah. So why don't we start at the beginning mm -hmm. and just tell me how you got into it. You were modelling at the time, you were invited to an audition and? So I, <clears throat> hi again. <laughs> so I lost my father when I was just 12, right? And um, so coming out from my secondary school, you know, secondary school there, you guys call it college, you know, I immediately wanted to work and help my mom. Um, so there was this model around my area at the time. His name was Onaidi. He was, he was a supermodel. That's what we thought he was. Um, we used to call him Mr. Big. And so he came to my mom, he came to my mom and said, "Look, she can model." You know, my mom was very, very protective of me. Yeah. I was the first daughter, and uh, my two other younger brothers were very little. So you know, and you know, Africa, you know, you're a pretty girl. Rumor goes round that you know, you're probably gonna get loose and stuff like that. So she was pretty worried, you know. And so I mean, she let me go model because this was a family friend she could trust, right? And so I, I go into modeling and I'm, I'm going for an audition one of those days and some girl that I was friends with told me, oh my God, do you know next door <laughs> there's an audition going on for a movie? That day? Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, oh, do you want to accompany me there? I was like, sure. And so we went. And she went in and she didn't get the part. She came out, she was like, you know, all gloomy. She didn't get the part. I was like, oh, sorry. You know. She's like, do you want to go try? I'm like, I mean, I don't have any money to pay them. She's like, no, it's free. I was like, oh, wow, okay, <laughs> of course. And so I went and I, I, I got the part. Amazing. <laughs> and that was it. That was, I'm sorry, but I didn't do that movie because I went home and told my mom, of course, that I got a part in the movie and she was upset. Because she, she was, thought you were doing the modeling then. Yeah, right? but then, then again, back in those days, um, being, a, being an act, actor was a very bad thing. Why? It wasn't developed and people thought if you were an actor in Africa, to be precise in Nigeria, you had to be a loose person. Right. Yeah. So either you were a prostitute or, you know, or I don't know. I mean, that was just the image, you know, so right. no one wanted to identify with that. Your parents didn't want, Moses said something. What did he say? Especially when you end up making a film called The Prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. Moses, Moses, is, uh, Moses is the uh, director of um, Alter, Alter Ego. Ego. He's just come back in. <laughs> 
Yeah. Come and say hello. Come and say hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. Come and say you can try. Yeah. It's, it's oh, not very wide. You know, there's space over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's space yeah. over there. Oh, Come there and say like a shot to be balanced. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's good balance. Awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. that is super balanced now. Yeah. Moses, you have to stay there. How are you? I know you're good on camera. Oh dear lord, he's so vague. You know, so yeah, so um, so back in the day that was the reputation and it was it was a very bad one, you know. Yeah. No one wants to hear that you're in the arts, how much more you're an right. actor, you know. So yeah, so she was like, oh, you want to disgrace the family, da, 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 da. you're supposed to be going to university, you only told me you wanted to go model, and now you want to act, what's wrong with you? Make up your mind. Yeah, no, no, there's, there's no making up of any mind. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't even an option, <laughs> you know. But anyway, um, the, the director for that movie thought I was so good at what um, he saw. I came and told him, look, I can't do it, my mom's not going to let me. And he said, you know what, I have another project that I want you to do. I'm not, I, I don't even need to audition you. I know you're best for that project. Wow. But I'm going to come see your mom. And that was Phenom of Justice? No, Phenom of Justice. Okay. The uh, director's name was Reginald Deberry. Okay. And so they came to see my mom and um, talked to her. Were you and, in the room? No. <laughs> I wasn't. No. So I mean, how did that conversation go? I don't know. Like, I, I want to believe it was like, oh, you know, your daughter is very good. This is a good career path for her. But I know my mom said, you know, you have to promise me that, you know, I, she's not going to be around boys. <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. You know, I'm a widow. I don't want, you know, a bad name for, for the family and stuff like that. And I assured her. So making sure it was a wholesome... I think that was young. You have to understand I was 16. Yeah. I was yeah. 16. So, I mean, that's very years that's with the industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, so. Well, thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah, thank you, mom. She's late now. She's... She's late. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm an orphan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you, though. Well, uh, what 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 a start, and then um, and then it started rolling from there, and you got uh, got into more and more movies. Exactly. So that was what happened. So from the first movie, Venom of Justice, um, in the industry, naturally, everyone got to know that you were doing this, and then the, the rumor went round. Oh, this is new girl. This is new girl. And so another director guested us. Says, oh, you know, I'm gonna post that. Um, audition, uh, sorry, put you in my movie, yeah. come for an audition and yeah. stuff like that. So that's how I just, you know, picked it up from nowhere. Did you have any training in, uh, in acting or was it all no. just really on set? Yeah, no, I didn't have any training. And how did you find learning words, you know, learning the script for the first time? Was that a difficult thing or did you get used to that quickly? <laughs> I did, I got used to it very quickly. I was young. I mean, now it's a little bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, your mind is open. You're, you know, you're, you're just young, taking it all you just take it all in. I learned very fast, you know, I was just... And how did you get into the characters? Because these are all very different movies with very different characters. Exactly. I'm not sure a very technique? deep person, so I'm very, I'm very deep. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of directors said. I have my director here, so he can also attest or not to that. <laughs> is, this, is this correct, Moses? Yes. Okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... So it's, it's almost very easy for me to get into characters and, and all because I can easily understand it. <laughs> really sort of study and, yeah. and, and get into the story. Right. How did it feel to get that first uh, award in pretty early in your career, right? It was 1997, you started mm -hmm. in 1995 and you were voted Best Actress. Yeah, I had just turned 18 and I had just gotten married. And I was pregnant <laughs> when I walked off the stage to go pick up my word. I remember a lot of men were looking for What a great example, though. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, of course, yeah. I got married when I was 18, you know. 
and I was already pregnant when, I, when the stage ticket came out. And so, I mean, a lot of guys were already looking forward to meeting me, <laughs> you know. So, I was like, they're like, hmm, what a bummer, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And because a lot of people had not seen me, you know, they had only seen me in the movie. Yeah. So, this was like the first time they were going to probably be seeing me physically, and I was, <laughs> I was pregnant. Well, you, you, became, uh, you became known, one of your pet names today is Almost Sexy. Almost Sexy. Where did that come from? Where my did... husband gave me that name. Really? Yeah. And how did it become public? <laughs> so, my husband, <laughs> my husband got me a car at the time and put the name on, on my plate number. I see. Okay, so, so that's quite public. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very public. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, stuck. It's stuck. Everybody just prefers to call me Almost Sexy. Presidents call me almost sexy. Really? Pastors call me almost sexy. Should I be calling you almost sexy? Everybody calls me almost sexy. Okay. <laughs> Some people don't even remember my name. Okay. They go, hi, almost sexy. I'm like, yeah, it's still a motor. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and we met, I, we should tell that story, right? Yes. We, we met in London. Yes, we did. At an Oscars event. At an Oscar event, yeah, that's where we met. So I'm a member of um, Ampas. Ampas is the association for movie practitioners, you know, that's the academy. So I'm both a member of the academy and I'm a voting member of, of the Oscars. And so I was in London uh, attending one of the events. That's, uh, the, that event was to welcome new members. That's I think. it, yeah. That was what it was. Yeah. And that's how we met. It was. Yeah. I was <laughs> do you just... remember Daniel? Yes, I do. Yeah, he's coming yeah. tomorrow. Oh, cool. He doesn't even know you're in town yet. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to surprise no, him. No, I, I think he does. Oh, I think, yes? Yeah, yeah, oh, we can. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I, I was walking around. It's a very crowded room. I knew mm -hmm. the person who had invited me, but not many others. Right. And you had a warmth and a smile, and I thought, you sound like a, you look like an interesting person. We talked, <laughs> yeah. to, we talked for ages. And, we did. Uh, yeah, we, we found we had quite a lot in, <laughs> uh, in common. Uh, and that's one of the reasons I'm here today. One of the reasons why he's here. Here I am, in Nigeria, <laughs> fantastic country. So, uh, 300 movies, uh, un unbelievable uh, track record there. Uh, which, is, which has been the highlight for you? Which movie, if, if you were to select one of them? Now, Moses is in the room, um, right? So he's going to be listening carefully to the <laughs> um, Let me see. For different reasons, different movies, yeah. you know, I mean, one of the earliest ones was Mortal Inheritance. You know, that was that was a pivotal time in my career and my life. Um, I won those awards and, you know, of course, it moved me to the next level yeah. and stuff like that. So that, um, another one would be, one of the ones you called, which I, I smiled when you called it, because a lot of people don't really remember that movie, but it was a very special one for me. It's called My Story. Yep. So I acted as both a young girl. I think I was like, what, 18 or 19 at, at some point in that movie. And in the same movie, I acted as a 70-something-year-old woman. Really? And no one thought I could pull it off, you know, and I did. Wow. <laughs> Very convincingly. Even I was shocked. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And one of the actors in this country who's very tall, Chidi Bokeme, that's his name, acted as my son in that movie and everyone was shocked. Really? Yes. Yeah, so that was a very good one for me as an actor. <laughs> oh, his name's Chidi? Chidi, that's his name. Chidi Shout Bokeme. out to Chidi. <laughs> <laughs> He's another fantastic actor. Um, yeah, so that's another one. Um, then again, another one would be EJ. EJ was a movie was shot in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, it was a game changer uh, for Nollywood because I think it was the first time two of the biggest uh, actresses in uh, Nigeria were doing a movie in Los Angeles. You right. know, um, it was another good blockbuster at the time. 
um, you know, so we did some things on some different level, if you know what I mean. So it was a good career change, or should I say, eye-opening career change for us. Um, it was a cinema, it was a cinematic movie, and at that time we weren't really doing many cinematic. Was it the first? No, it wasn't the first. But you know, it wasn't really common. At the cinematic time. as in made for the movie like, theaters. Yeah, made for, the yeah, yeah. made for the theaters and stuff. Um, so that was another one. And then I did a movie in America. I did a movie uh, for um, VH1. Okay. You didn't yeah. see that because <laughs> you didn't mention it. Um, so it's a, it's a TV, TV series. It's called um, Hit the Floor. Yep. It's still on. Really? Yeah, it's still it's still on. Hit the Floor. So I was in season nine. Wow. I acted as a motola. I acted with Ekam. <laughs> it was myself and Ekam, and we came in. It was season five, I think. Right. Um, so that was a good experience as well. Um, that was another one. Yeah, and then Alter Ego. Alter Ego was my comeback movie after a while. There you go, I took... she said Alter Ego. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, it's a movie very dear to my heart. I mean, I stayed away from the industry for like three years prior to Alter Ego yeah. because I was building my business self yeah. and I was doing a lot of speaking engagements around right. the world. And so this young man came to me and said, I have a movie for you. I'm like, no, I don't have time. He was like, I know you will like this one. And then he sent me the script and I was hooked. Oh, really? <laughs> and a lot of people actually think Alter Ego belongs to me. Yeah. They think I'm the producer, but I'm not. Okay. Yeah, because of how invested I was in the story. Right. Yeah. Right. And that was my director. And Thank you, Moses. <laughs> Shout out to Moses. He's, he's waving to he's the waving. crowd. Off, off, off screen. Uh, off screen here. Yeah. Oh, we should keep in mind, some people will be listening to this as a podcast. So you need to use your voice as well. Oh, okay. not, not your phone's voice, by the way. You can switch that to silence. Okay. Hello, people. There you go. There you go. Um, and then, um, actually, before we, before we go to your music, is there a difference uh, between filming here in Nigeria and filming in LA? Is there a different technique? Did you notice, you know? A lot of difference. And please forgive my voice, I have a nasty cold, so I, I sound very husky. Well, um, you, you, sound, uh, you sound sexy, if I may. <laughs> and, and, and actually, I missed that fact. CNN Travel in 2012 noted your accent as one of the top 12 sexiest accents in the world. Interesting. There you go. I, I, <laughs> they were right. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, <laughs> which woo? <laughs> so, um, where was I? That got me blushing. <laughs> LA versus. Uh, so LA versus um, Nigeria. I mean, so many differences. One was, as so I'll talk about the negatives and I'll talk about the positives. One of the negatives I noticed was as Nigerians, we just go. We work, 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 and we work. We just want to get it done. Um, we were frustrated because myself and um, Genevieve, she was the other actor, were the only Nigerian um, actresses on that set. Everybody else was American. Right. And we were frustrated because we were ready to shoot and then they'll be like, oh, you know, we need to take a cigarette break. <laughs> we need to take tea breaks. And we're like, oh, God, <laughs> one of those breaks again. <laughs> so it took a lot longer? I mean, it took a lot longer. So now we understand why sometimes it takes like what? Right, right. <laughs> a year for them to finish a project. And we were, we were just frustrated and because it was almost getting to Christmas time, we wanted to leave, we wanted to just work and leave. But, you know, they were just taking their time and all of that, like, whoa, this is going to take forever. <laughs> so yeah, um, the time it takes, um, let me see, what else, um, just for the negatives now. Um, and just because people are just so uh, laid back and they take, you know, it's, it's just pretty much the time. Um, but the positives all. Should I say the things we learned, you know, the techniques? Yeah, techniques are a little bit different because with us, you know, um, we're not so detailed. So the, the beauty 
and all the things we saw were how detailed people were, how you know they pay attention to little things like markings and right. stuff like that, um, the distance between the camera and yourself, lighting, you know, everything. Um, so just a technique, especially right. at the time, because that right. was uh, Alter Ego was I'm uh, sorry, um, EJ was what year? Two thousand and nine was it? Right. Yeah. Also, so I mean, then in Hollywood we weren't this far out, you know, yeah. so. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was some kind of ooh okay, <laughs> that's cool yeah. And we should say that uh, you know you use the word Nollywood for those who don't know, Nollywood is the name for the Nigerian film industry. Yeah. Fun fact: it's the second biggest film industry in the world behind Bollywood and ahead of Hollywood. So those of us who who interested, it is the West. Uh, you know, find that find that very interesting. Yeah. Um, huge industry. And what, what's the average filming time? If you're working on a movie here, is there an average filming time? And how does that compare? Average filming time, I think, is two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Is would you yeah. say that? Wow. It's two average weeks. Average. I mean, I mean, there are movies that have gone way. Uh huh. Two months. Some don't even so three between months. two weeks and yes. two months, three months. And how about if you were doing one in the US? How how long would that take? So I think average is six months. Six months. No, well, actually, for movies worldwide, it basically depends on the script, the amount of work you've done. Right. That, yeah, the, yeah, needs. You know? but, yeah. Mm. So, um, the book, you know that film? Four yeah. was shot in 10 days. 10 days. You know, a bunch of other films that are dialogue based, no action, no visual effects, they do it really fast. Yeah. You know, 10 days, two weeks, and all that. Oh, and really? For the Avengers and the, the big. Avengers and the world of CGI and sets and everything, yeah. it almost take months to film. Months and months. Yeah, so. Interesting. I guess, uh, like everything, every project is different. Is Let's different? talk about your <laughs> music. Yeah. So that uh, that launched in two thousand and five. You've done a, you've done some uh, songs and albums. Yeah. So I have two albums yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to know that my second album was actually is this the whole album? Yeah, signed by Bungalow Universal. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, in the US. So. Congratulations! Oh, and where did that come from? Was that uh, was that your idea? Was it Ugo's idea? <laughs> it was my idea. Um, I've always wanted to. She already to made the deal. Yeah. <laughs> she made the deal. Right before she even started the album, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a deal maker. <laughs> I'm a yeah, deal maker. I get it. Um, anywho, um, actually, I always thought I was going to be a singer. If I was going to be the entertainment industry, I never thought I was going to be an actor. Right. I always thought I was going to be a singer. Yeah. You know, but as fate will have it, it was my acting career that actually made me famous or popular. Yeah. So I, when I had a little break, there was a time in Nollywood they banned us. We were banned. As actors, well, they said we were getting too big for <laughs> for ourselves. Who's they? Who who is they? <laughs> okay, so the history of Nollywood is that the people who have funded Nollywood at some point are actually called marketers, and these guys are like traders. You know, they're traders. They were people who were selling cassettes oh, back. Electronics and cassettes back in the day, and so they they figured, oh, you know, if I'm selling a cassette, empty, um, empty I can put some content on it and sell it for more. Right. And so that's how they came into the movie industry to to fund the industry. Right. So these guys really don't care about your craft per se. You know, they just care about the business. Yeah. And so when they came, we were happy, like, oh wow, finally we have some kind of funding, right? But then the difference is when we now started to understand the business, we're like, okay, so this has to change. This has to change. I'm not going to do this. You need to bring in the standards. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> we're not about that. You know? And so 
They banned a few reports that they thought were problematic. Right. So to speak. <laughs> Obviously, you moved beyond that. <laughs> I probably was number one <laughs> at the time because I'm an activist. What do you expect, you know? But then, you know, I mean, after a while, you know, they understood what we. It was the industry was young, you know. They 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 understood what we're trying to do and they let it they let it go and it went back to business. Back to business and mm. and uh, so that was what I did by music actually. That's what I had the time. So I was like. That was your passion. Yeah. And, oh, right. So the, in the break. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. What's your? Do you remember any of your lines from your movies? Any of them? Yeah. Oh my God. I was going to ask you what your favorite line is, but if you can't, there's probably so <laughs> many. Too many movies. Gosh. Uh, oh my God, Craig. Really? No? <laughs> I've done way too many movies. Way too many. Uh, let me see. From maybe see from EJ. I was like, I remember I was saying. Um, was it me who even said that? Um, uh, something about um, Hollywood has no, uh, no um, America has, America has nothing for me, kills me, it's very me up, something like that. <laughs> America has nothing for me. <laughs> nothing for us, nothing for me, it's, uh-huh. dry, it's drying me, it's killing me, something like that, I don't know. My, my character in that movie was like, um, I married a billionaire, an American billionaire, and um, he was pimping me. You know this black beautiful woman. So he was pimping me, and he was my husband, and right. so I killed him. <laughs> that was the story. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> so you don't need to watch it now. <laughs> so I killed him, and because I was arrested and you know taken to prison and stuff like that, and then my sister came from Nigeria um, to fight for me and to find me good okay. lawyers and stuff like that, and right. she was trying to prove that I, I was a, I was a victim of domestic violence. Okay. Stuff. That was the story. So. America has nothing for me. <laughs> no, it does. It has something for me. <laughs> it does now. It does now. It certainly does. Uh, goodness me. And look, you've, you've done so much in uh, philanthropy. Yeah. Uh, any of them uh, that you'd like to talk about here? Any of them that uh, you feel really passionate about now? Everything I've done, I felt very passionate about. I mean, the first work I did in philanthropy was for Save the Children UK. And um, I, did, I, did, I remember very vividly, I did a campaign called Rewrite the Future. Uh, with Katie Mullen and all this, you know, it was amazing. You know, I was very excited because it was my first philanthropy work. Um, after that, I got drafted by the UN. So I've been working with the UN since 2005 or so um, with the World Food Program. And I've gone to missions in Sierra Leone, in Liberia, in so many countries, you know. Um, then after that, I started to work with, uh, I started working with Amnesty International, which is extremely close to my heart because I'm I tell people I'm more I'm more an activist than a humanitarian. You know. Um, and the, the difference is I I my brain the way my brain works, I fight for things more than I I feel for it. Does, does that make right. sense? You yeah. know uh, so when I see a situation the first thing that comes to my mind is oh this person's rights instead of oh my God let me help you and give you money or whatever. That comes later. But the first thing is oh my God why would you you even be in a situation. Right. Why is the government not doing this for you? Why is it not? That's how my brain works. Right. So I'm more of an activist, you know. And so when I started to work with Amnesty International, it was a perfect fit. Yeah. Um, I eventually found my voice. I found the exact thing I wanted to do, and I did so many things with them. I fought. I fought Shell because <laughs> of the degradation in the Niger Delta with the right. oil spills and everything. We won. <laughs> that was a very good one for me. Um, um, I did that. Um, I also worked with them in Sierra Leone, if I remember correctly. Um, we did something about the maternal mortality rate in Sierra Leone. And we got the government there to give all the women um, free free healthcare. 
Wow. Yeah, so Amnesty did a lot of work in uh, in Africa, and I was right there by their side, you know, helping them along. And then I worked with um, One.org. I helped do the poverty sexist uh, campaign in Africa. We we started that or we launched that in South Africa. And I um, got Bono to come to Nigeria. <laughs> you got Bono to come to yeah, Nigeria? Yeah, right? Bono came to Nigeria. You find pictures of he and I on, on, on the internet everywhere. Um, and I think it's come twice now since then, yeah. <laughs> you know. Do you see him when he comes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're good friends. My birthday was last year and he sent me gifts. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's an amazing guy. Did you sing together? No, unfortunately we didn't. Oh. We didn't have enough time for that, but you know, yeah. If you're watching Bona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and then I have my NGO. My NGO is the Motor Light Youth Empowerment Program. Right. Yeah, and I work with youths and young people. Um, I have two actually. I have that and I have give and let give. So I want to like the empowerment program is activism. Yeah. That's the real me. Oh. Um, but um, the other one which is um, give and let give is humanitarian. So right. that's more like giving. Right. But, I, but because I don't want people to feel demeaned when they have to get things, I have to fashion in such a way that I make them give as well. Right. So that's why it's called give and let give. So in other words, um, we always say there's something in your hand that someone needs. So don't always feel like I have to be the one receiving. Give something, give your service, give your, um, give something in return. What you know? a great thought. <laughs> well, activism with humanitarian outcomes is, uh, is just so important. Uh, what, what incredible, incredible work that you're doing. Uh, incredible. Which takes us on to uh, TEFES, which is the current project. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. So TEFES is my amazing way of giving back to my own industry. Um, normally, everybody understands, you know, the things that we've had to do as artists to get to where we are, uh, especially if you are in Africa um, and stuff. It's been extremely difficult, you know. I mean, we started this industry from nothing, and for it to be the second largest movie industry in the world, it's been amazing. It's been extremely um, amazing. It's been a lot of hard work, um, to be precise. Um, but we still don't have the structure. And that's because the, the way we started, we were surviving. Yeah. <laughs> most of us are not trained. Most of the, the government didn't really come to help us. You know, so we've grown this industry from nothing to where we are today. And now we are here. And so it's time to actually go back and build the structures that we didn't have from the beginning. And when you say structure, what do you mean? What are some examples of that? So say for example, we don't have, I'm going to be 25 years in the industry. Um, by next year and I have never received royalties or residuals in my work you know to start with um, most of us it's very shameful but we don't have very good structures like um, insurance like pension plans like you know even as a movie industry for example taxation it will be very difficult for a Hollywood project to come work here to come to a movie here because there's no, no tax rebates no Moses, you want to come in and jump in here? Mm. You know, because he's a producer, I'm not. He's a producer, cool. so... This is great, can, come on. Come, come on, on over. Yeah, talk about, talk about what it's about. about what, Structures, like yes. one of the problems yeah. that you face as producers. You have, you have to balance it by sitting on the ground. <laughs> I'll try. Lo looking looking yes. at Yeah, so what were we talking about? Our the first and the structures. And the structures that we need, that we need yeah. to build in the industry and stuff like that. It's basically structure. The structure that the typical industry well-run industry should have like the Hollywood and the 
um, Bollywood, um, yeah, no, Bollywood. Film villages, you know, yeah. stuff yeah. like that, or Stages, studios, studios um, film villages, facilities for film equipment. We think we, we don't really have the kind of equipment that we should have as as um, as um, we've come of age as an industry. For a fun industry, that's a lot of the world. Yeah, a lot of the <clears throat> big, big projects. Um, and the big studios in Hollywood sometimes want to come here, but when they do their groundwork, when they send people ahead to come and do like a recce before the main production comes, they go back and say we can film there because right. yes, because yeah, some things are not in place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't have the um, equipment, and when we don't even have, or even the, sometimes the enabling environment here yeah, when it comes to taxation and yes. stuff like that, we don't. We don't we're not film friendly. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes right. a lot to make a film. Here, so it it's is. everything. If you see a film out of Nigeria and, it, and you think it's, and good, you don't understand what we've been through, it's very yes. difficult. Yeah. And so this is why TFS was formed. So yeah. what we see in TFS is we are promoting the possibilities in um, the business of entertainment. So TFS is actually about the business of entertainment. Mm -hmm. We're not necessarily about the show. Right. We're about the business. Yeah. And so that's what TFS is here to do. We're, we're here to try to begin to focus on the business. Yeah. So we're engaging government, we're engaging the international community, we're engaging yes. ourselves as practitioners and say, look, entertainment is big business. Yeah. It is big business. And what are the things that are, are stumbling blocks? How do we get them out of the way? We have to change the narrative. We have to change the narrative. And yeah. we've come of age, it's time. We want to start to collaborate with international um, bodies and all of that. What do we need to do to make it right? right. Now we have Netflix, we have um, Google and YouTube, we have Amazon, um, Amazon we have um, Wanna all these other companies are now looking in. So how do we do business with uh, relativity mm. with these guys, Wonder, um, Wonder Studios, you know, and all these people? And so we don't want them to come and run away. <laughs> right. We want to get it right, and we want to want to do it properly. Right. And so that's what TFS as a platform um, is now being formed for to right. make sure that we are a platform that can make sh uh, that can make these discussions and these possibilities happen. Well, it's Wednesday today. The festival is on Friday. Uh, this this video will probably go out, and uh, podcast will probably go yeah. out after it. <laughs> after so, it, yeah. yes. By then, you'll you'll see the news. Um, mm -hmm. What a wonderful uh, thing to do! In closing, uh, twenty five years almost mm -hmm. in the industry. Yeah. There are probably people watching this and listening to it on uh, as a podcast who mm -hmm. are thinking about getting into the entertainment industry. industry. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice? Depending on where you are. If you're trying to get, <laughs> he doesn't like to be in front of the camera. He likes to be behind the camera. <laughs> if you're trying to get into the industry and you're in Africa, I mean, the <laughs> it sounds very, I don't know, but it's the truth. The best place to go to is Nollywood. Period. There's no other. I mean, it's just like you're in, you're in, you know, and you want to get. I mean, go to Hollywood. Right? This is a no-brainer. Well, yeah, you go to New York. You know, <laughs> so for you to do anything in Africa that has to do with entertainment, either music or movies, you know, you have to be in Nollywood, you have to come to Nigeria, you have to come to Lagos, you have to come to the industry. It is the ultimate in Africa. This is where all the business and all the hype and all the attention is, and this is where it gets done. Um, so um, find your way here, find the, you know, the right platforms to get on, um, and find, um, find a way. <laughs> Just find a way to be here, that's it. Um, but if you are outside, the, you know, Africa and you want to get into the entertainment industry, my advice is do your research, um, find the most um, 
find the most reliable and the most um, uh, trustworthy platforms. Um, make, you know, to, you do your research. I'm sure if you ask around, people can tell you, oh yeah, these people are trustworthy, these ones. Oh, you can even find it on the internet, but don't rely just on the internet, you know, try and find out as well. Um, and then that would be your intro, right. should I say. Yeah. But then again, it's not so difficult. And it's not, it's not, please, <laughs> may I say this, it's not as bad as people try. I know Nigeria has a nasty um, reputation. But what do you think? It's fantastic. There's it's, lots of energy. It's, it's bustling. It's different. It's, it's, there's a lot of business happening here. It's beautiful. I mean, like any other developing country, you know, we have our challenges and everything. Mm -hmm. But they are amazing people. Nigerians are the most successful black people in the world, period. And there's a reason for that. It's because people are very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And so when you don't have the right channel sometimes, of course, you will go the bad way. So we have a lot of people who have channeled their intelligence and whatever the wrong way. But it doesn't remove from the fact that we're very, very intelligent people. Yeah. So just find the right people and do business right. with them. Um, if I must say it myself, I'm one of those right people. So find you, me. I would, I would <laughs> confirm that. Um, surround yourself with uh, with great people yeah. and uh, do your homework. Do your and, homework. And do great work. Uh, Omatola, you've sat here in front of a small smartphone and uh, a little shotgun mic. This is probably very different uh, from the big sets that you're used to. I, I really, you. really appreciate you spending time with uh, with me on Thank this you. channel. You're an inspiration. You really are uh, to you. me. Well, there was something you didn't say. If I if I can Go brag on. a little. Go on. I was, and I'm still one of time hundred most influential people in the world. Absolutely right. You missed that. Yeah, I did. It's I a badge did. of honor. <laughs> most, so one of the time... Time 100 most influential people in the world. Wow. Well, it's a real honor and privilege <laughs> for, for you to spend time with me. And uh, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you so much. I enjoyed every bit of it. Yes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>